This is a podcast from Rover. All right, let's talk a bit of GDT on the program. Uh, the index up 2.4% overnight. Uh, whole milk powder up 3.1%. However, is this just a technical bounce before prices keep easing? Stu Davison joins us from NZX. Stu, good to chat. How are you, man? Always good, Dom. How are you, yourself, mate? Yeah, not too bad at all. Not too bad. Um, yeah, looking at this one, it's nice to see those prices up. But you've said in your report it may be a technical bounce. What's your take on the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, we were surprised at the upside. I think the whole market was. Um, you know, looking at the future, the expectations yesterday, um, pretty it was flat for uh, for homo powder, positive for skim, but negative for both milk powders. So overall, mostly wrong. Um, and so the market's still really divided on what's happening. We, you know, we're surprised, but with the way the market's trending, we expect it to keep falling, to be honest, unfortunately, uh, in the near future. Um, you know, we saw a lot of buyers turn up and we saw the demand arrive. We kind of expected that demand to arrive at these sort of bargain bin prices is what I'm going to put them as, and, and we've seen that too. So looking to the next event from this sort of early point, we're not so sure we can see these prices persisting. So who turned up to buy this time round? Uh, the normal the normal characters. Uh, China was there. They, they did take the biggest buying spot, but they did not take the biggest home powder buying spot, which is key for New Zealand's um, dairy market. They were second place behind Southeast Asia Oceania, um, and took a you know quite a swipe at their own uh, sort of normal buying body. So that was not positive. But uh, you know we got a positive result purely pushed by skim powder. Uh, I'm sorry, by Southeast Asia on that um, home powder. China did take the most skim, though, which is really encouraging, especially considering last event was one of their biggest purchases of skim and powder in the history of GDT. Yeah, I remember you talking about that last time. Yeah, so uh, I guess that's a, it's a wee feature to look at this time around. Yeah, definitely. And if they're in there playing the skim and powder game, that's awesome. Um, the skim milk powder market globally is in a bit of a funny spot. Um, US and EU skim are still fighting it out, and there's you know there's been reports of people forward selling skim into Southeast Asia for you know, really discounted prices. So there's a bit of concern over the longer term, or you know, sort of next six months. But um, this is a positive result for now anyway. Uh, what about uh, the rest of the commodities in there, the likes of butter and things like that? How did they uh, fare in this particular auction? Yeah, the milk vats, uh, what I'm calling the keel of the industry at the moment, they're sort of pretty unvolatile and pretty steady, which is really nice. Um, AMF you know, gained and butter eased a touch, but the real takeaway is that those milk fat values are now completely in parity, which... Um, you know, so for every kilo of, uh, of milk fat in each product, they're valued the same, and that's really important. It tells us that the market's um, not, you know, not providing a, preven- providing a premium or putting a premium on butter, um, and it tells us the market's saying, well, we don't really mind where the milk fat comes from. We just want either or either, and it sort of also indicates what's going on in, in the use of AMF too. So a lot of manufacturing going into cheaper processed products, um, which is good if it keeps the demand running too. So. Um, a good outcome there. Cheddar prices eased a little bit, which is a little bit unexpected. Um, the cheese market globally is still relatively um, hot, but uh, it sort of tells you what's going on at the consumer end of the of the book too. So, in summary, then um, it's not necessarily a, a direction setting event, um, but you know you, you'll take it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Well, our opinion right now, and you know, every analyst will, will switch their opinion the next day quite happily. Our opinion right now is that um, this isn't direction setting. We still expect prices to keep easing. We don't see the bottom just yet. We are bouncing around historic or entering back into historical price range, which is which is interesting. Um, but we see fundamentally you know, some some pain yet to come. So. 
good for now and this this auction because it's selling a, a good volume of commodities will help the milk price be supported for the time being um, and, and potentially you know stem a little bit of the bleeding for the time being put it that way all right well good analysis as always Stu Davison our man from NZX also a big motorsport fan Stu I got it I got to uh, pull you up on this one what happened your man Max Verstappen from Red Bull uh, oh. bit a bit of petulance there not letting uh, Checo get through for a podium I mean uh, uh, was it Mercedes one two in the end with George Russell getting his um, uh, first time up on the uh, the top dais there but uh, what happened with Verstappen he's clearly stamping his mark on things and saying it's my way or the highway. I was going to say there's, there's a lot of F1 fans globally pretty upset with how he operated in that race but um, like I was saying to the wife the other day you know if you're, you're that sort of a champion like Max is he's just a hardwired champion I think it'd be pretty hard to return a place even to a team teammate so um, yeah I don't know but it's, it's shocked the world I think you know everyone sort of Forgotten about George's maiden GP one and just sort of Andy won the sprint race. Like you remember, George yeah. had a stunning weekend, but um, everyone's more focused on the fact that everyone's favourite Mexican driver got shunned out of the back door and is now square on points with uh, Leclerc. So yeah, I don't know. It's 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 an odd outcome, but at the end of the day, Max was faster on the day. Like he he served a, a ten second penalty and everything else, and you know changed the front wing and did everything, and he still managed to outrun him. So the guy's fast, but. Uh, turns out he's not a team player, as much as we thought. Mm, yeah, well, as much as you might have thought, pal. There's uh, <laughs> Max Verstappen apologist Stu Davison. Um, no, good on you. Uh, lovely to talk as always, my friend, and uh, we will do it again in a couple of weeks. Sounds bloody good, mate. Thank you very much.